Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Fan Club. We are back with another internal podcast. Today, we are really going to touch on the process of building our own merch line, um, the highs and lows of the whole process, and just everything that really goes into it behind the scenes that many people may not know. But uh, first off, we're going to check in with everybody. We're here with all the guys today in the office. So, Frizz, how you doing, buddy? Doing good. We uh, had a very successful weekend, uh, did a lot, a lot of fun kind of bringing in new merch and seeing where it's all coming from. But other than that, I'm uh, ready to rock, answer some questions, and get this thing going. Yeah, we got Lazi and Yelly over there sharing a mic, so... Hopefully they don't fumble it, but how you guys yeah, we're gonna, doing? Yeah, we're going to pass off the mic, but no, doing good. I'm excited to do an internal. Appreciate the feedback on the last internal one we did. So I think that it's fun that we can talk about and share some more unique stories, especially considering this merch drop was our fourth one and that we've kind of have a lot to talk about from everything that's happened in the past. What about you, Mr. Yell? <clears throat> Well said there, Lawson. No, it was cool this past weekend seeing all the support, love, and just interactions you guys had with all the content regarding our new merch drop. So it was cool seeing all the love you guys showed us. We really appreciate it and can't thank you enough. And we got Mr. Producer Cud off camera today, but uh, he's back there with a the hot mic. How you doing, Mr. Mustache? Good, good. Yeah, I brought the mustache back. New it's week, too bad new the camera can't see it. <laughs> Yeah, maybe I'll pop in for a bit, show off the stash. But uh, no, exciting week. We got new merch drop. It was kind of a different style than what we normally have done. So it was cool to see the all the support we received from that. And I think it's cool that we all just have a different like place in it that we can talk about, being that we all like make this together as a team. It's not like we don't have an, uh, somebody here that we have to reach out to like we have work with Fanjoy, we can get into that, but it's cool that we all have different parts in that merch drop itself to do. Yeah, there's a lot that goes behind the scenes. I know that uh, Frizz and Loss are usually on the calls directly with Fanjoy and our awesome representative there, Benji. Um, he's done a great job on our last two drops, and we're very happy. And it's been two, three days since the drop right yeah and there's already orders being shipped out which is always a very nice uh feeling for us because kind of relieves that stress not knowing um or when we don't know that things are happening poorly like sometimes we'll just get messages where's my stuff where's my stuff why is it mm-hmm. not shipped yet it's been a month but it's been a smooth few days so far so that's my favorite part mm-hmm. is the shipping part and then you can see we figured out how to get the live map on the screen and then we can watch it and see where people order from. And I think that that part is so fun to just watch, see all the different like locations. And it's pretty cool that we even have Australia. Yeah. Like what are mm-hmm. some other spots? Uh, there's lots of spots in Europe. I know that South America, Brazil, uh, Argentina, there's orders coming in from there and uh, our friends from up North in Canada, a lot uh, in Toronto, Manitoba, BC area. So kind of all over the place. And as the guy said, this is our fourth drop and we'd love to kind of tell you our entire story about from day one. Cause if you guys are new here, it hasn't been an easy road. So uh, mm-hmm. let's get into the whole backstory. Yeah. Let's go back to 2021 or was it 2020 still? It was, I think it was 2021, 2021. Yeah. Ball. It was 2021. We were still in school. It's our senior year. Yeah, is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, one of the main reasons, like, we, yeah, we had already done TikTok for a few months now, already had our followers and stuff like that, but we actually couldn't, still couldn't make money off of our own names and stuff like that. So our merch was pushed till after that rule came about where college athletes could actually make money off themselves. So it gave us a lot of time to prepare and come up with ideas. Yeah, we built a fan base up of like 500,000 followers ish. I think it was when we dropped that, maybe it was a bit more. Um, but I guess like I have to say too, is that it's, it's okay with waiting. Mm-hmm. I remember when we got to like 80,000, I was just so eager. Let's like sell shirts. Let's put a logo on it. Like we got to go quick or whatever, but it's like, no, it, it, 
you have time and those people that are going to buy then are going to like, they're going to buy in six months from then and it's just going to be a bigger sale. So Mm -hmm. yeah. And I guess like we can go into two at that point. Do you remember why we had this discussion of like, should we ship it ourselves or should we find someone else to do it? And that's kind of the first maybe discussion we had through doing our merch. And it's probably something that a lot of people have to decide on. Yeah, I think right away, we were all pretty gung ho. And we're like, Oh, there's 10 of us, we can just pack and ship and everything on our own, we can get boxes, create our college, turn our college houses into this big warehouse. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then like, a day or two went by and more, we started thinking about a little more. We're like, there is no chance that we could do all this and get everything tracked properly and get everything out there print label there's so many steps mm-hmm. that yeah. yeah maybe we did have a group of 10 and we could have done some of it but there's no way that we could have got it all done so that's why we turned to a local company in Duluth um which is very nice and I actually remember walking in the first day to the store mm-hmm. and kind of talking to them checking out some of their things and their shirts and we're just like wow this is crazy that we're going to mm-hmm. be creating this that was the main thing too, is that we wanted to do it locally if we couldn't do it ourselves. And I guess I was on side of doing it ourselves just because I wanted to create content around like us having a packing line, shipping boxes. I think that'd be so funny to make, imagine being like college hockey players in your house, packing up boxes, like handing them down the line, slapping a sticker on them. I think that would have been pretty cool and unique, but since we didn't do that, we wanted to at least be involved in the process of making it. So like you said, that's why we picked a local spot and they had their um, warehouse and their like uh, process right there next to us in Duluth. So we could actually go in, take videos of it, take photos of it, kind of see the behind the scenes too, just kind of make it a cooler story really. Mm-hmm. Very thankful we didn't end up doing that. Yeah, I think we would have ran into a lot of... Um, we would have made a lot of mistakes. Mm-hmm. 100%, which it's given. We didn't know it any better. We were just excited about it. And like you said, it would have been really funny. Some really good content out of it, but I don't know if the uh, the value that we'd be shipping off would be worth it. Especially for the first one, because that was the biggest one we've ever had. Mm-hmm. Very true. That was, yeah, that was a surprise, too. <laughs> we were thinking maybe like 100 shirts, 10 guys. Oh, easy. But yeah. No. Yeah, and I guess... Sorry, that kind of leads to like our first issue with it. And like, so we do the drop. I think like we learned a lot just how to promote it right off the bat. And then we did this drop and we had so many orders that it actually was too many for the company that we were working with because they were just used to working with teams and smaller businesses. Mm -hmm. And we didn't even know like what number to give them. We had no idea. So it was insane when the orders came in. I think we got around 400 or more maybe mm-hmm. which is a lot yeah because this company's used to making like 30 shirts for a local business yeah. so like for a company party or for a uniform or something like that they're not all of a sudden they're shipping 400 plus pieces of merchandise all around the world rather than just 20 miles away like it was a complete shock to them as well and we learned quick that maybe we do have a way bigger audience than we actually thought. So that's when we kind of transitioned after that one. Well, yeah, another one of the issues were, um, so they would collect all the orders and then they would make it after that. It wasn't already made and then ready to ship. So the whole process took a long time. Like there was people getting their orders like months after Mm -hmm. that they ordered and it was kind of really spread out. And we had a lot of stuff that we couldn't control, but, people stuck with us and we're happy that we got through that one for sure yeah the design process too i remember going through that that part took a long time Mm -hmm. um because we didn't even know what we wanted and it's just another piece of being a creator that you don't really see a lot of and it just takes a lot of time to do so i think that it was just a good round one to do that early and figure things out but I don't know. I don't have much else to say on, on round one. We can go into no, round two. No, I know that two. for what, if anyone is starting their own clothing line or merchandise or something, don't pick a set date mm-hmm. until it's like a couple weeks in advance because 
you pick a date three months down the road. Well, three months down the road, you might only be halfway through the process still because it's a lot more steps than you truly think. So is that kind of the lesson that you guys learned from the first round? I know you just touched on just like timing date wise. Don't pin yourself down for an expectation that you don't necessarily know that you can meet. Yeah, I think another big thing of that is just going back to the fact that we did want to do it ourselves, but we didn't. And I think that was a big win in learning that it's okay to team up with someone that knows and is way more skilled in that sense than something that we knew nothing about. Sure, we have three logistics majors here, but I don't think we're going to be shipping off t-shirts very quickly. And I think the biggest thing that I remember Dave was preaching because like we kind of touched on a lot of us were dead set on trying to do it all in-house. And he was saying, what happens if there's an issue, a return, sizing's wrong, like they want money back. Like there's just so many things that at the face level, you don't realize until maybe you run into. That's why we're not store owners. Mm-hmm. And in hindsight, I'm, I'm glad for ours that we didn't do it. The only thing I wish that we would have had done it for would just to have been like to have learned everything of like customer service and doing like that process. Because I think down the road, if we would have done it and we had a smaller audience, maybe I would have definitely loved to have had that skill set now mm-hmm. of, hey, we already did it like a couple of years ago. We know because like when you do things first time, you're going to go through it and suck at it. So I think that part would have been nice. But no, with the way we decided to do it and the order we had it was great that we did not do it. And yeah. I think I learned, too, of just like how much uh, community that you can build on TikTok and with the stuff that we did for that full year beforehand, like Yelly replying to all those comments making like real connections with people actually uh, is worth it because they are the people that actually support you when you do things like this. Well, we also had our little uh, famous group chat. I'm sure some of you remember portals and we used, that was like a community, like a large group chat of some of our closest fans and Yelly was a big part of like the uh, manager, I guess would see what everyone's talking about. And we'd kind of ask them certain questions about, do you guys like this design? What kind of colors are you guys thinking? What kind of products should we have? So that was also a big help. Hetchy uh, went on there this weekend. There, oh. There's still daily conversations. Wow. And, That's uh, awesome. Two years later. That's Shout really out. cool to see. Shout out to the Portals gang. But uh, after that, when was the second one? The second one was... Uh, this past fall. No, we were in Tampa. We took pictures in yes. Tampa. Yeah. So second one, I guess you would think that things would you know get better but they actually kind of stalled out in a oh, way yeah, it was the middle of the summer and i'm not yeah. talking about like the um like the sales or anything i'm actually talking about more just getting better at it kind of got took a back step in my opinion because when we transitioned we um got recommended to someone else that was doing this more privately same kind of style like they'd help us uh you know in a way, create the designs or we'd go through that process together. They would then um, get all the shipping into their warehouses. They'd stitch them or screen print them, and then they would ship them out. So it's kind of you're leaving it up into their hands so that you can really be a creator and create. And it just didn't go very well for us. It was uh, it was tough. I don't know for us like you can kind of you. This is where you, me and you really like teamed up a lot more to go on a lot of calls. So. Yeah, I remember I remember the call we had with this individual. I was at school and it seemed like the best call ever. Like this guy promised us the world of building us like this massive brand and he was like taking it way more than just the hockey guys and he just had all these like great ideas that sounded really good. And then kind of as things went on, he was like harder to get a hold of um he wasn't answering us too often and he ended up still making all the merch for us, which was great. But when it really came down to all his other ideas, they were nowhere to be found. Mm-hmm. And we were supposed to launch something uh, way earlier than we did. I remember we ended up doing it in July, I think, or Ju- it was late it was, June or yeah. early mm-hmm. July. Um, but like Chris said too, it was just, uh, it was just hard communicating, I guess. And we learned that teaming up with people is a big thing. And if you're looking to team up with somebody in this space, you have to make sure that 
they either have a track record or can prove something that you can rely on with this guy. We had no, we didn't know much about him. We, (laughs) there's uh, something that I always, I've always joked about these guys. Every time we called them, he was in a different exotic spot, just chilling on the beach or just doing something completely not in a business setting. So that was something that really it's stuck out. Quite to me. interesting. I, I was on a few of those calls as well. And I just remember as Frizz said, like it sounded so, so good. Yeah. And I was fired up. I was like, yeah, everyone's fired we up. are just going to take over. This is going to be amazing. Um, there was a bit of a letdown. And I even remember on, the drop day that there was some miscommunication mm-hmm. and things were just going pretty poorly. Um, it was kind of disappointing in the middle of summer when everyone's super excited for this. And I know that people who bought didn't get treated as well as they should have mm-hmm. um, with orders not really coming or they came three months later, which is obviously unacceptable. But uh, yeah, it definitely got us, taught us to really vet the people we work with. And yeah ask more questions and maybe even us take more charge and tell them what we want to do Mm -hmm. rather than someone we don't know telling us what's happening when it's technically our product. Yeah, no, definitely. I will say I did like the, uh, like this was the hockey guys merch that we're talking about with the, uh, the black with the white cursive, Mm -hmm. um, logo. And I did like that stuff actually. Um, but even too, like you said, there was, customer service issues where I was screenshotting DMs being like, they're sending emails. Like we need to reply to them or whatever. And that's just something that we weren't aware that we'd need to worry about. And no creator should have to worry about that. If you're working with a, a company. Oh yeah. Here's also a little fun fact for you guys. We were uh, very much in the process of coming out with our own coffee and we are waiting for our samples and he had this whole coffee brand mm-hmm. spin off for us so we still never got our samples so no we, we did uh, we did oh we did mm-hmm. we did get our samples they're so. in my cupboard did you try okay, it okay well we might have to try these samples out and see oh. if you guys would have enjoyed this beans? coffee beans or grounds <laughs> it's grounds bring it in it's yeah, kind of <laughs> Uh, it's more of my uh, a memorabilia of that yeah, experience you know now just, like i'll just like i don't even want to keep it. it in my cupboard and i'll look ah i remember that time when we almost launched a coffee brand <laughs> so i got a i got a question for whether it's lost and frizz even will because i'm sure there's a lot of people out there that are curious to the actual process of so like how, how does it even work how do you come up with because they see the end result the actual drop but like what are the steps leading up to that because it's more elaborate, complicated than you may think. Mm -hmm. I think the first step always is the, maybe there's a step before, but I would say the mood board or the process of gathering, like, what do we like? Like, do we want happiness? Do we want a brand? Like all those feelings, right? Yeah. Depending on the season, a lot of collecting of just um, ideas and then them, their designer, and any designer creating a mood board of like, all right, here's my vibes of like giving them words of this is the words in our group that we use a lot. This is some sayings that we like. How could this look like on here? And it's not our job to come up with all that. It's like, this is all our stuff and what we like. You show us now what you can come up with. And then we just pick from there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like with each, each company, it kind of takes different times. Like for example, with our first place they kind of took a while because it was just one person doing it so we'd kind of have to wait a while and then the second time with the other person it was better it was a little bit quicker but then we wouldn't get a hold of them but on to our third merch company that we're currently with but before that back to the process i think like even before the mood board i don't know how many times over the summer like lawson would send a text whether it's to me or to anyone Hey, what do you think of this brand? Check out this. Inst- I was mm-hmm. getting like different Instagram pages sent to me from yeah. Lawson. Just, Hey, what do you think of this? Um, I came across this guy randomly. Mm-hmm. They may not have any followers or whatever, but they have cool stuff. Or it was the top dogs who are like, yeah, we could do something like this a hundred percent. So I think the research aspect is huge too, because then you get your inspiration on from other people that you enjoy as well. And just like, I would buy that. So yeah. why wouldn't people buy it if we put our own twist on it? 
And that's my issues because I get I see so many things. I'm like, oh, I love how they did that. Like that is so cool. So inspired by so many different brands out there, but I cannot create it. Like I cannot come up with a design to save my life. <laughs> we need a, like an in-house like graphic designer. That would be really cool That'd because be like then you could just like drill ideas off of them consistently and keep getting that. Um, but you're right. I, I've sent you so many different things and then you just get to know like, hey guys, like, do you like this? Mm-hmm. This direction of this kind of brand? Like, is that something you like? Because maybe we can point towards that. And I, I think that's the, the best process with working in that team, a, a bigger team. I know one of the biggest things that we were kind of debating on was the hat because we really wanted to master a hat over the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, like you kind of got into a bigger collection of hats over the summer and getting like different sort of ball caps. And I remember you and Cuddy were driving down. I think it was before we flew to Buffalo and you're like taking videos of his hat. And he's like in the passenger seat showing off his Richardson mm. hat and like, do you uh-huh. like this? Like Cuddy loves these kind of hats. I'm like, no, yeah. those are the most boring hats ever. That's what everyone has like blah, blah, blah. But um, there's just so much that there's so many ideas out there that you can take, you can twist them or, you just leave them all together but yeah and then i think to speed up that process it's like after you get something design wise you also at the same time have to choose the blanks and the garments and like what kind of material and that part takes a long time too because there's so many different types of hoodies hats anything so many different types some are good some are horrible Mm -hmm. and price points and different prices and some of them you can't even get because like they're just sold out so that actually takes a long time for us just to figure out what garment number because it's like oh we want comfort colors 072 for t-shirts and then you have to pick that out of 20 so you have to like get them shipped to you you have to try it on you have to be like okay i like this so i think that's been something that gets easier over time for us is that i've at least touched so many different types of clothing things that i'm confident now is like i know which stuff we like and it's good. I know. Wish there was just a giant warehouse we could walk into and pick all these blanks. Be like, yeah, oh, that feels good. Yeah. Throw it through a couple washing cycles, see how it works. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah. We need that. That process takes time. It takes weeks to pick something, get them to stitch it, get them something to ship to you, and then decide whether you like it or not. That's why it's, I think that's why you see people throwing out things that might not be like the best is because to get to that point it still takes months and then you get eager it's like all right we'll just do it so that's where you're at you're you got your mood board design garment you then you whatever decide we want this garment this design so then what's next what what's the next step once you kind of lock in the design the blank where do you go from there picking the items yeah. is kind of before the blank thing is like how many different do we want to have do we want a shirt well, that changes too sometimes. Even mm-hmm. like if we don't find a sweatshirt we love, then transition to a crew neck or something. Or like the last one, we did sweatpants. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a little, yeah, that's into it too. Yeah, it all just kind of depends on the season and the vibes are getting off with uh, certain things. And then maybe once you have the whole set, you have all the pictures from the website all out, not the modeled photos, but just the main stock photos. Then you're like, Hmm, maybe another color with this will work too. Like for example, with the pink in our last drop, that wasn't even in the original thing. It was going to be red and black, but then we were like, you know what? Maybe one more should work. And Mm -hmm. yeah, you guys showed that you really liked the pink. So there's a knowledge to us that we got to keep making pinks. Mm -hmm. We got to give Frizz credit for that pink uh, edition. I wouldn't have done it. (laughs) Didn't think of it. Frizz said, let's do pink. So we did it. Good job. Cheers. Um, back to the final, like finalizing that process. It's picking prices, doing the photo shoot, trying to market it. Um, and then just having a little strategy for social media and the type of launch you want limited. I don't think I know what's best or better. We just try to, we've done a couple of different things and we just try to like wear it, promote it organically and just show people that this is coming beforehand and when it launches we want people to know that it's out and that's kind of the process well i feel one thing that we could get better on this has happened back to back times now is 
once we actually get our our uh, first samples or not samples but full product samples it's always kind of like right before our merch drop like for example we got our products right before we went to new york in october and then like that was like super close cutting because all those photos were us in new york so if we didn't get those products in Mm -hmm. time our photos would have been completely different and then for example uh for this last drop we did we got those two days before the shoot and then basically a day and a half before we actually launched so Mm -hmm. like we also another thing because you can only get certain amounts of samples and stuff like that so every time we do a shoot it's not the full product line that's what also makes it tough because we want to showcase all the products in like a live setting so maybe that's something we can work on kind of diversifying what we get that right off the hop mm-hmm. no i agree with that um so back to the, i guess the timeline to keep it uh simple too so after number two didn't like the guy um had to uh cut ties frizz then we worked with fan joy and i guess just introduce that experience for you and do you think it's a lot better yeah uh it's kind of funny because Fanjo is actually one of the first merch companies that actually ever reached out to us and we were already set up with the local spot and all that stuff so we we're like yeah it's fine but then uh one of our old we, we didn't want to go full corporate yet yeah full big time <laughs> but uh one of our friends uh kind of introduced us to Fanjoy again kind of reached back out and we had a call with them uh there's a few people on the call but it uh started really nice they had a lot of good ideas and you could tell that their operation was big enough where it could handle mm-hmm. all the problems literally all the problems that we already had and one of the main things that we noticed right away was the communication was almost instant like you mm-hmm. we'd send a text in the group chat and we'd get a response like a few minutes after like almost every time so it started out uh, pretty smooth like that i'd say yeah i agree it was it has been a lot better and uh since we started with that again the process has been really similar and uh since then that kind of brings us to our no bad days hockey club collection that we most recently did which some of you uh, may be familiar with so we can kind of talk about that now too um i think that going through that whole process for a year or two has kind of just taught me so much about working with other people and uh i think that it's been fine and uh if you have a long enough runway for it to like get through those hurdles then you're fine because i think uh i'm pretty happy with the where we're going to be headed and overall yeah it's been uh definitely fun to just learn that space Mm -hmm. i'm kind of interested to hear you guys's answer to this but the first two merch reps obviously you described they're challenging and Obviously, anything new comes with those unforeseen issues. So why did you guys keep going? Why not stop? It was stressful. It was hard. It wasn't the easiest road. So what kept you guys going? It's a great question. Uh, I think because we felt like there was still a lot left on the table. Mm-hmm. There was a lot more things that we really wanted to do kind of from the start. And we knew that kind of with a new opportunity coming around and us solidifying ourselves back in Minneapolis as like a half half of the group because then again we didn't know how well this whole thing would work out so we wanted to kind of push push that and show people that we are still going type deal out of college yeah I I agree I think it kind of even goes to the question of why do we sell merch to in general like we do it I guess it's a way for us to grow our brand we decided to do clothing. I think there's a lot of things that you can do, but we decided to do clothing because it's was something that, um, I guess an access point where we could just do it without having to be like thinking crazy of designing something else. Um, I think it's following like that business model too, of just you building your brand. Now let's make a product. Let's sell it to our audience. And, to keep on going. We just wanted to keep on doing that and getting better at it. There's no reason in quitting just because our first two sucked or didn't go as we wanted to. I think it was just like 
you just know it's going to get better. So, yeah, I think what Frizz said too about kind of showcasing that we're still going after college. That mm-hmm. was a big deal to get that um, third dropout in the fall, like before Christmas time, because um, it just showed like, yeah, we're still here. We've been working on this all summer long. Um, you know, things may have went a little quiet over the summer just because we were figuring out everything and who is going to be moving, moving here and everything. But that really solidified like. We're here. We're not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I hope it took people by like a pleasant surprise. Like, mm-hmm. holy crap, these guys are still doing it after whatever they went through over the summer. Um, I don't know how many freaking Zoom calls we had or <laughs> FaceTimes every day, um, just figuring things out. I remember when we were talking about a few things, I was sitting at a Caribou Coffee and we were talking about like this whole new line that we wanted to start this is probably july or something um we didn't go that route right away but it's just kind of showing that we are planning for the future um, as this keeps progressing and growing and i think the last the most recent drop the the hockey club um really shows how much our merch has improved too Mm -hmm. the first drop it was great i still wear that sweatshirt all the time it was just a small little logo in the chest. Now we have our slogan, no bad days with a really sick um, decal on the back. <laughs> um, and uh, I just I just think it's just so much better and it looks so much cooler. And I want to talk to you guys about what do you think of why did we not throw the hockey guys on these and this drop? What was our reasoning behind that? Um, I know my answer. I know the yeah. answer, but I want you guys no, to explain yeah. it. Yeah, just to get it out of our heads. Um, I think the reason, the main reason why we chose to is, for one, we had it on the past three. And I think we wanted to, in a way, test out what it would be like to, to not have it on there. For one, because it was new and it was a saying that we've used for a long time throughout this journey. So it's still connected to us. And for two, just to see how it could reach other people that didn't know the hockey guys. They, I think that if you're like a creator, like, um, give me a creator name, drawing a blank, like, uh, Josh Richards, Josh Richards and Josh Richards has a hoodie that says Josh Richards on it. I don't really want to buy it that badly, but if Josh Richards has a hoodie that says like big fella ski club, like Will's wearing this Friday uh beers (laughs) and that's by Josh. I'm like, Oh, that's kind of cool. Like, I can get on board with Big Fella Ski Club. And I think that's kind of the idea behind Fun it. Fun fact about this shirt and why I have it was I think Lawson asked me to check out the Fanjoy oh, website yeah. over the summer before we signed with them. I was like, all right, sweet. And he's like, would you just buy something and see yeah. like what the process <laughs> is like? So, that's how scared I, I was. Know that. That's mm-hmm. how scared I was. So with, I would uh, never really bought like creator merch before. And I was like, all right, I'm going to find some that's kind of cool. Big fella ski club. Yeah. Friday beers. That's There's actually a big Sasquatch on the back. That's actually a good story because I, after we, the second guy that we didn't like and we were trying to find a third, it, we were kind of in a rush because I was like, we needed to get something going before Christmas time. So fan join, I was like so worried that we're going to run into another problem like the third time. So I was like, Will, like order off the website. I'm going to order off the website. He picked Friday beers and got that shirt. I picked the, Mian twins and i got their merch like a t-shirt or something if you guys know who that is it's kind of funny because they're just like these girl tiktokers um pretty big but they also worked with banjoy so we both made our orders and then we got our merch um pleasant checked it out just checked the packaging out seeing how quick it came i got like went on the email list so i got to learn that they're actually doing email marketing and just feel the garment whatever <laughs> but we were uh what do they call that like ghost customers when yeah. people send people like those uh rest, restaurant critiques yeah just kind of sneaking undercover in boss undercover boss yeah. yeah but uh yeah what was your no bad days reasoning you said i was just gonna say yeah just trying to reach other people too and i think having a no bad days collection um i know we've talked about this a ton in-house but just that with the no bad days we're going to be able to open up to more clubs, not just a hockey club. We want to do a summer club, golf club, mm-hmm. anything. A golf running club. club. Golf club. Yeah. yeah anything uh-huh. like that. Um, just going out and 
having all these no bad days clubs that are all encompassed under no bad days, whether you're a hockey fan, yeah, maybe you pass on this one, but then we go no bad days beach club. Mm -hmm. Everyone likes the beach Mm -hmm. or anything like that. And yeah, I think that we're going to really build up this resume of no bad days clubs and different collections that will cater to basically everyone. Yeah. It's opening yourself up more to more avenues and potential mm-hmm. because we think we can reach that more with that than just the hockey guys. Um, just because we've been kind of known, I guess now as TikTokers, which uh, to some people they don't care too much about. Mm-mm. Well, it also helped that like our third fall drop, we had the hockey guys, the no bad days and the same thing. So that helped kind of people tie both in together. So we felt it was appropriate that we could still split off from the no bad days and all our original fans and the people that kind of know us know that it's still ours. But then if there's new people, they maybe will find out afterwards, but mainly they liked the first point of view that they saw it at. Yeah. Everything that we've done, we may not seem very organized and a little chaotic, but there is a bit of calculation to everything. Just like Frizz said, kind of branching off the no bad days from the last drop to make it its own thing. And now that's going to create its own thing moving forward. Um, I don't know. Maybe we will never have the hockey guys on a sweatshirt again. I have no idea. We're just going to see. But growing and showing everyone that we can do a lot more than just make TikToks is mm-hmm. something that we're all kind of pivoting in and are definitely taking pride in because it's really fun when it becomes successful. So hopefully this fourth drop is super successful and everyone has a pleasant experience ordering mm-hmm. and because that's the most important thing to us. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. We also love, well, this kind of goes back to one of Yell or Yelly's question before of why we kept going. It was a lot of it because we see, you guys posting about our merch, you guys uh, tell us how much you love it and wearing it and what it means to you. And that's kind of another thing that boosts us and gives us motivation, especially when you make us ruin your nice merchandise by signing mm-hmm. it in person with my frizz signature. But we appreciate mm-hmm. it. To us, I think that's what feels like community. And it feels like uh, what we've built is is like passionate and those exchanges of like sharing what we make you're buying and we can see that almost as like growing a team. I like that about designing something or coming up with something that your fans wear. It actually feels like you're like adding layers to like your, this friend group or this team. So very yeah. true. it's cool seeing the same names people. Now we can consider them friends that were there in the first drop mm-hmm. and hung around all the way till this one. It's like a little more time thing you can be like oh you're wearing that hoodie we know you've been falling for a while because that was her first one or whatever yeah a so, bit of a time capsule yeah i, I would like to also ask uh, you frizz and lawson both kind of touched on a community joining just kind of like our family team is there any cool things that you've learned any sort of just like aha moments that you can take away from this journey of starting out day one merch to where we are today? I got quite a bit, I guess, because one of them, and relating to the people that are buying, I think um, learning that we're actually selling to a larger female audience and learning the experience of getting to know what they like, um, understanding that, like, hey, this last one, we learned that it's good that we have, like, female models too because we can obviously take photos of us and wear them that's the easiest thing because we're all available for that. But um, I learned that we need to get more people in the photos too. Um, like the sizing charts is super important. And just listening to feedback along the way from that has uh, been really big learning points throughout the journey. One day maybe we um, aren't even on the website. And we just yeah. got a bunch of people who we hired to say, hey, we show off our mm-hmm. clothing for a photo shoot. We'll all be there producing it and everything, but that'd be a pretty sweet milestone. I feel like if we could have other people showcasing it, yeah. it'd be really fun. Even one day to have pick a handful of people who've been there from the beginning to model it. That'd off. be sweet. Hmm. That's a good idea. Mark I li- that. I like that. 
it'd be cool to be in stores too like i see Danny oh Balls. i think that would be Gosh. like again planning out the coolest things to accomplish would be a retail store somewhere and just getting to come to your own store and seeing your stuff like that mm-hmm. we're gonna That'd start fire me up we're gonna have to start local just like everything and then yeah move our way up and, and we'll get us one day we'll be in a Shields. Rodeo, we'll baby. Be in the Mall of America. No, no, Rodeo. <laughs> okay, that's that's goal goal. That's a mega goal. What were you going to say, Frizz? Kind of cut you off. No, it's fine. You should um, just bring a cart and of merch to every like hockey game and just yeah. instead of selling hot dogs out there, we got your get your T-shirt. We'll do a T-shirt toss. Like all the vendors outside the Lakers game? <laughs> yeah, like that. <laughs> That'd be fun. Um, off the no bad days thing, I think this has um, been a popular question, but what does no bad days mean to you guys? The story behind it, really. This is fresh in my mind, so I can talk about it because I wrote something up for it recently. But um, no bad days, like to us as a group and me personally, I think just if you really sit and think about it, it's just something we always kind of come back to. And it relates to me about... Uh, our we shall see story that we all have been talking about lately and no bad days. It can, we could be having an amazing time an amazing day where everything's going great. And yeah, there's never a bad day, right? That's your mindset. But then a couple of days later, everything's gone the exact opposite way and no one, nothing's going right. Or we run into issues as a team or individually. And just coming back to that saying where, cause you know that it has been better before, then you go back to the no bad days saying in your mindset. Maybe it's cheesy for us to continue to say those three words, but it's more than just something on a sweatshirt or a catchy catchphrase. Um, it's just kind of like a never too high, never too low to me personally. Yeah, with kind of tying off with Will said, it really kind of stuck with me when we were in college in a way that you always had like nine other best friends around you to help. Like each guy would be helpful in a certain situation of whether it be school or personal problems or just motivation for things. Like you could always find someone to help bring like light and boost your day up to have a no, no bad days, but also just so many, so many comments from you guys saying how watching us has brought, like joy and lifted you guys out of down places before and they never get old reading those we've read a lot and that's really really helped kind of push us along and keep pushing that phrase along too yeah i was a big fan when will sent that text to me because it was like i know no bad days you say it and it's kind of acting maybe or sounds the way of like oh you're just always everything's good happening but it's like no it's not like that like things that happen to you that are bad. Um, it's just the mindset that you stay positive through it. You're not, um, like whether it's good or bad, you're still like acting in a way that is more positive, like no bad days. So I thought that was cool. And, uh, I think a comment that was really, really cool that I loved and a great reason again, why we're using this saying was that someone said, my son loves you guys. And he always says, there are no bad days at the rink. It's been his passion since he was six, and the slogan is perfect. So, yeah, I think that was really cool, and I like that it can apply to younger athletes that are going through sports. Yeah, I just to add on, mirror kind of what you guys were saying. To me, I just think that slogan is kind of like always evolving, and you can apply it to any part of your life. It doesn't even have to be – our friend group, business, hockey, it can be literally anything it's like Will and you guys all touched on it as a mindset. Mm-hmm. Just always seek and pursue that uh, good day mentality. Yeah. A recent word that I learned, and it is connected to no bad days, like very much so, is that uh, it's kind of a stoic, stoic um, word because stoic, 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 sorry. That's okay. My bad. I have the the word I have up here is stoicism. So, which means that it maximizes positive emotion and reduces negative emotions and helps pretty much people just accept whatever's happening is happening. What's the word? Uh, stoicism. Oh, that is the word. That's stoicism. the meaning of that word. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. So, no bad day, I think that's kind of no We're bad days too. each other out here at the THG. Yeah. <laughs> stoicism. Yeah. What does it say that again? Uh, 
a philosophy of life that maximizes positive emotions, reduces negative emotions, and helps vis- individuals to hone their virtues of character. Nice. And another, yeah, another definition is just pretty much that whatever happens, you're not too down about it because it just, it, it, uh, it's going to happen. Like it's happened and you just have to stay positive through it. So, so, we shall see. Uh, yeah, so? we shall see it. And it is a, we shall see so things. We shall too. see. So what's next when, uh, when can we see another merch drop from the THG team here? You know, I think we learned that we don't make those promises. Yeah. Dates. yeah I guess no dates. No dates. Um, ballpark. Well, for example, we had this plan made up about a month ago of like, we we're going to do all these drops in the certain times and the designs are actually already made. But after this last drop, it really taught us uh, a few things and we pretty much scrapped the plan today. We were on a call for like probably half an hour and uh, we're reevaluating coming out of from a different viewpoint now. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, uh, step one is we're going to kind of plan and make a uh, sure that number five is really good. And I don't know when that will be, but I think from four drops, we've learned a ton. And the future of this is that we are having a big, like bigger goal for the next like few years to really have something that uh, can grow itself. So mm-hmm. I think that's really cool. Just yeah. the fans, our community, they're stepping forward with us as mm-hmm. we also learn as we uh, do this journey that we're on. Hopefully mm-hmm. one day there's uh, 1.4 million people hanging out in the No Bad Days Club. Yeah. That came over from the hockey guys. Yeah. The Mall I of think America. there could be. That'd I think there nice. definitely could be. That would be pretty sweet. But uh, that Did kind you... of wrap. Oh. Sorry, I was wondering if Frizz wanted to riff off any of those questions. Oh, yeah. I was just going to say that's yeah, we, kind of the end of our merch talk, but we're yeah. definitely going to get into some questions of what we've been up to the last we week. We answered a ton of them, but I can I can get a couple here for you. Uh, let's see here. This is fun to chat about. Might have been a little bit uh, more specific or boring for some people because it was more of long our journey of that. But uh, no, I enjoyed. We have never shared that before on here so it was good just to kind of explain that whole journey well we kind of covered a ton of these questions but some people are wondering why did we choose red and black and pink for this collection a uh, funny joke of why we chose the red we know we have a big swifties community so we uh kind of joked around to tie it into the taylor swift red album it's for you taylor mm-hmm. yeah that's an idea that we have on our board out there we're gonna try to give taylor swift a yeah hoodie. Maybe we loop awesome. it into that. That would be awesome. Yeah, our goal. That is our goal. We're going to map out the plan. We're doing some Taylor Swift TikToks. And then in the next six months, she's going to be wearing her hoodie. On stage. <laughs> so Ooh. we got to get ourselves to a concert first. Somehow we got to build up the relationship. And then maybe we got to get VIP. Yes. We might have to spend yeah, some money for this. Here soon. Yeah. Is she? Yeah, June. Oh, mm-hmm. that's very soon. The Eras Tour. Mm, he's a Swifty. U.S. Bank. Yeah, Yelly is a Swifty. <laughs> Might not know all the songs, but he knows the tour dates. He knows where she is. <laughs> uh, what other questions we got? We literally answer. There are so many of them. What is the process for the designs? Uh, how long does it all take? Like You guys asked some pretty good questions that we naturally just wanted to tell you guys. So we appreciate you engaging in our question stories, just like all our stories. If we ask you what guests you'd like to see, what kind of maybe different genres of things that we talk about. We all appreciate your feedback and love hearing what you guys write. Yeah. So uh, what else we got coming up or what have we been up to? It's Easter weekend coming up. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, Frizz and Cuddy are heading home for the holiday, which would be very nice. This will actually drop the day after Easter. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, other than that. I'm doing a big cook-off. Looking forward to uh, NHL playoffs Mm -hmm. and – Hopefully going to see some games on the road again and everything. It's going to be a lot of fun. fun. And I'm hoping that that will bring us some really cool in-person interviews too. If we can uh, do those on the road. Mm-hmm. Or uh, a few of us are traveling down to Dave's place near Fort Myers in a few weeks, which would be a nice little, maybe a kickback, but it also might turn into 
It's gonna, Who knows what? Something's going to happen. It's, gonna it's not keep, just going to be sit around for three days. Something's going to happen. You know what it'll turn into? It'll turn into getting really sore because Dave's is going to make us run. I know. He's 15 to 20 it. miles and then play pickleball with him. And then we'll have to work Swim out with laps. him. Maybe then golf. Then you have to balance his uh, balance sheets with him. <laughs> yeah. I know last night after the uh, the bake-off, we had, what was it? Cuddy was, he couldn't hear. I Cuddy, couldn't talk. Hilly I couldn't, couldn't see. Talk and Frizz couldn't see. Dave came stumbling in after. We were just eating cake. He's like, ready to go to Florida and just sweat. Work. <laughs> I just ate a bunch of red velvet cake, Dave. I'm just gonna. We'll see. The best is when he asked Lawson if he had a piece. He's like, "Oh, it doesn't go with my diet, but okay." Dave's dialed. <laughs> Dave is a dialed human being. But what else we got this week? Tomorrow we are going to Tom's Watch Bar for the uh, Frozen Four. Watch yeah. the University of Minnesota versus Boston University semifinal game. I'm excited for that. Should be fun. I think a lot of people are going to be excited downtown tomorrow for that. I love watching college hockey too. It's mm-hmm. so entertaining, especially in this tournament. It's like, yeah. This is my favorite tournament of the year, I would say. That's crazy that you just said that. Yeah. We got the I didn't even know Lawson likes sports. <laughs> oh. <laughs> just kidding. But yeah. you never talk about how you're excited to watch like sports on TV. No, you're yeah, you're right. Um, this is just one of those tournaments I'm passionate awesome. about. That's cool. It's really cool. Go Gophers. Mm-hmm. What else? Easter watch party. You guys are going on your run Saturday. Yeah. You got a long run. Oh, yeah. We might um, be doing that. Nothing <laughs> else I can think of. That's about I think that it. covers it all for the plans for uh, the boys. Yeah. We'll keep you guys posted on the Snap, Insta Stories, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube Shorts, TikTok. Instagram reels. You guys know where to find wow, us. Wow, that was good. He nailed them all. Good but, job, uh, Thank you, everybody, for listening. As always, leave your feedback. And a special, special feedback for this one. Let us know what kind of drop you want next for merchandise, mm-hmm. since that was the main topic mm-hmm. of this show. I'd love color suggestions. I would love um, uh, item suggestions for more summer, obviously. And... Club. Send me pictures. Send me yeah, pictures of like brands that you like. Yeah. I love that stuff. I have a huge Pinterest board. So shoot Simply. it over. Follow El McDonald on Pinterest. <laughs> it's a private board. Ah, never no. mind. Don't do that. But thank you again, everyone, for listening. As always, be sure to like, share, subscribe. And if you enjoyed it, tell a friend. That would mean a lot to us. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Thanks, boys. Good thank job. Thank you. Sign us out.